Welcome everybody back to the I Am Unchained podcast. Today I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Stacy. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, life and stuff, uh, what we've been going through and what we're doing with our lives and all that fun stuff. One thing we're just talking about is how our days went today. Our days. It was good. Got some sunshine today. Oh, it was so beautiful. It was nice. You got a free day today. Your client canceled on you. Yeah, she did. Well, she switched to another day this week. Oh. Yeah, her daughter got engaged. Oh, fun. Yeah. What did you do with your day? So, I took care of Kinsley's needs this morning and got back in bed. Lucky. And I know. Uh, geeked out on my YouTube channels that I am love, and that's about it. Yeah. Realized I was in bed watching TV for a little bit too long, so I was like, Kinsley, let's turn the TV off and go outside. Oh, geez. I'm glad you got outside today. It was so nice. Yeah. It's like the beginning of summer now. I couldn't couldn't pass it by. It's April. It's April. <laughs> Close enough to summer. It's the end of April. Do you still do your affirmations and everything in the morning? I have it in a couple days, <coughs> but why? Um, I try not to like bombard my whole days with feeling like I have to do all these like spiritual acts of things. And since I've been really good about doing my meditation and quieting my mind at nighttime, I don't quite feel like I have to do it in the morning. So it kind of just depends on what I'm feeling. And I definitely feel like if I miss a day where I don't meditate and whatnot at night, then the next morning I will take my headphones and pop in my gratitude affirmations. So meditation, gratitude affirmations. Yeah, sometimes it's inner what child, medit or not meditations, inner child affirmations. Um, sometimes connecting to the higher self. What's the inner child affirmations? Um, gosh, it's been a little while since I've done it, but um, it's more so just um, honoring that inner child, that inner voice that we often kind of shove to the side and don't listen to. Like the do what you want to rather than what you need to voice? Yeah. The treat yourself with yeah like why i had mac and cheese this afternoon because i was caring for that inner child <laughs> <clears throat> that's true i should do that more i don't think i do that enough yeah a lot of things i've been reading lately have been talking about the inner child work and you know going back thinking back to the you know the happiest moments that you were a child and incorporating some of those things like building a sandcastle. Like when was the last time you could just like stop doing what you're doing, went to a beach and like built a sandcastle. It's been a while. It's been a while, right? Cause as adults, you don't really feel like you can do that. Yeah. It's like sometimes <laughs> this is a horrible thing to do, but sometimes <coughs> I remind myself that I'm an adult and that I can do whatever I want. Right. Like if I wanted to, I could go to the store right now 
<laughs> and just buy a cake. Yeah. And come home and eat it if I wanted to. If you wanted like, to. Sometimes I'll stop for gas while I'm working and I'll go into the gas station and I'll see the freezer full of ice cream. And I'm like, there's nothing stopping me from just having ice cream for lunch. Yeah. You know like getting I mean? an ice cream bar. Yeah. Or just a pint <laughs> of ice cream. Like, who cares? It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that more. I, I think about often, like, I think we've had this conversation before. Like, when you were younger, like, things felt different. You know what I mean? Like, I remember driving around with music on, oh, and I'd have, like, this certain feeling. But now if I, like, try to mimic that, it's not the it's same. It's not quite there. Yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling well when I first got my first car. Yeah. And I would... I like had you're a, on top of the world? Yeah, I had a sunroof. And, I mean, growing up in Juneau, we didn't have, like, the nicest days all the time. But when we did, oh, my gosh. Sunroof was open, and like <laughs> music here. was playing. I feel like when the sun comes out, the music gets louder. Yeah. And like, even if it's cold, I'll just like crank up I the heat, turn my heat on, and I'll roll the windows down. Yes. Yeah. That's, it's nice. that's a feeling in itself, too. Yeah. Like, it's it's just like, like it almost brings back a memory, like turning the heat on, like the feeling of turning the heat on and having the windows down. Yeah. And listening to music. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. Huh. Doesn't feel the same. No. We're all we're tainted by the world. <laughs> Yeah, mid-30s, so old. I know. That's okay. We're all tainted. We're all the same. Nobody's perfect. Yes, I am you. You are me. And I am you. <laughs> oh, that's a good segue. You want to talk about plant therapy? I am you. You are me. Mm. So, Stacy and I, I don't know how long, how long has it been since the first time. What was it? It was a year ago in March. 2000, New Year, 2022? Mm-hmm. The first time oh. we were in Westport. Oh, the time that it didn't even work? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's but a year a ago? story. Yeah. A year ago. So a year ago, we started <clears throat> experimenting with plant medicine, specifically mushrooms. Uh, and I don't even know why we started, like, we started looking into, like, mushroom foraging. Started getting into like oh. bushcraft and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and we started looking into mushrooms, and then we started like I think we watched Fantastic Fungi. It was <laughs> Fantastic Fungi. That's the one. Yeah, we watched Fantastic Fungi, and then thanks we started, to Paul Stamens. Yeah. Stamens. Stamens. Yeah. Something. I forget. I forget his last name. I heard how to pronounce his last name. Uh, but yeah, we started looking at, we started watching the videos and we watched it. He was talking about psychedelics yeah. and how he went up into the tree. He used to have a stuttering problem. That's the story. Uh, if that you haven't watched Fantastic Fungi, you need to watch it. Yeah. Uh, That's the story that sealed the deal for me. Yeah. Cause so he had a stuttering problem. He tells his story in the, in the documentary, documentary, documentary. Uh, he had a stuttering problem and he ended up taking a bunch of mushrooms. I think he said he took like, Way more than you're supposed to. Way yeah, more. it's got to be above a hero's dose. Yeah, but he went up into, he climbed a tree, and then there was a thunderstorm, and he couldn't get down. He had to wait it out. So he started thinking to himself when he was on mushrooms, and he kept telling himself to stop stuttering. And then I think he tells this story about how he meets this girl or whatever, and he starts talking to her, and he doesn't stutter. And it's like, well, I think it even just stopped after that, just when he came. Oh back yeah, it stopped to after that. But whatever. he said he said when he would get nervous around women, women he would do it more. Yeah, that he, he had never even like, had a relationship 
up until then yeah in his adulthood yeah so i started looking at like neuroplasticity and stuff like that and how you can rewire your brain and all that fun stuff and then we both decided to experiment yeah and which led to new years of 2022 in westport yeah which nothing happened from that yeah we ended up coming home early from that trip yeah i don't think that's what's so crazy is this medicine is so intelligent i think that it like knew that we were not in like the right state yeah. of mind the right place nothing because the amount that we took we should have definitely had something going on yeah and i'm so glad because yeah like our- now after doing it i'm like there's no way we should there we had no business being in, in a hotel room doing that yeah and it knew that's so wild to me i'll so never then, forget that yeah that was crazy then the second time we did it was like the first real time and like like i said in my last podcast we don't we're not doing this to like party hang out like yeah therapy changing the way that your your mind works um spirituality like that's a big part of it that's changed in this house a lot yeah uh connectedness yeah so you don't we there's a there's a reason behind it it's not just us dabbling playing around um and i remember after the first time that was where i'm a dope ass person came from uh that's that's an intense that was an intense journey yeah that first real journey that happened yeah that was intense yeah that was within 15 minutes of drinking our tea the floor was like moving and we're like okay let's lay down yeah <laughs> lay down in the middle of our living room i remember laughing like i felt like the joker it was weird i felt like my smile was huge i remember laughing but i was crying at the same time yeah. it was almost like oh there's it was almost like i was like dying coming alive at the same time oh like a death and rebirth almost but it's like i don't know like i was it's hard to explain all this stuff is really hard to explain it was almost like i was crying for all of the pain Mm -hmm. but laughing to like get past it at the same time yeah it was crazy yeah it's weird that you can be experiencing multiple emotions at the same time (sighs) yeah yeah but i remember having talks with your dad, my dad. Max. I remember having talks with my brother Max. Yeah. Um, and I remember having talks with myself. That yeah. was so. That the was... story behind the dope ass person. I'm a dope ass person. Is growing up, I had confidence issues. I was chubby at one point in my life, and uh, I got bullied, uh, and it was just a yeah, I think that kind of just, you know, you turn into the person that you mold yourself into, right? Yeah. The fake version of you. Um, so I'd always be, like, shy and never, like, speak up. And I would always just, like, second-guess myself and always wonder, like, what people thought of me all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I still do. It's not something that's all the way fixed, but I'm way better at it. But I remember telling myself, like, 
But the big thing was like, I'm fucking hilarious. I know I am. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I'm intelligent. I'm articulate. I read, do math, everything. Like, I'm a normal person, right? And I think I'm, I'm very smart. And yeah. I know that I'm a dope ass person. I remember keep telling myself, I'm a dope ass person. I'm a dope ass person. I'm a dope ass person. And then realizing that the next day, like, Why? I can, I can be like. I can be that dope ass person, that confidence. Yeah. Right? And my confidence since then has just been like, dude. Yeah. Because when you actually be who you're really supposed to be, your true authentic self, I mean, you're going to rub people the wrong way, but those people just will fall out of your life and you'll still be up here. And the people that are meant to be in your life that appreciate you up here, your dope ass person esqueness. Yeah. They'll meet you there. But a lot of the times we kind of dim our own light to try to fit in with people, like lower our energy to be on their energy level. And we lose ourselves. Yeah. We don't think that we're smart or intelligent, confident, a dope-ass person. Yeah, because that stuff rubs off. Like negativity rubs off. Yeah. That's one thing that's hard about like the public <laughs> yeah, or like just other people, other people. you know, cause I'm so aware of like how I feel during the day now Yeah, uh, that I feel like I'm more sensitive to negativity. Yeah. So like as soon as I, it happens at work all the time, I'll answer the phone for somebody and they'll just start bitching and moaning. And then like afterwards, you I'm like, <sighs> I need to breathe. Like I'll roll the windows down, turn the music off. I just think I'm like, I can feel it affecting me. Yeah, yeah, you for sure need to be like wearing. You need to get your necklace fixed. Start wearing your black obsidian or your termal, black tourmaline. I know that just protects your energy from those people, from it latching onto you at least. Yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy how much you feel it now. I know. It is. I think a lot of your. I think you you have a very, you're kind of, you do have kind of a potty mouth. You're, you can. And you always, I think you're always like worried about your sense of humor, that your sense of humor is going to offend somebody. But I think you yeah. need to not really worry about it. And if That's they're offended, it then it is what it is. They're <laughs> offended and they'll move on. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of times like we'll be, you know, have get togethers or whatever. And like, I'll think of something like super witty in my head. You know, and I want to say it, but I'm like, no, I like take inventory on who's there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I gotta, I can't. Yeah. Because I feel like people would be that's your That's your higher self saying, God, you're so funny. Say this. And then your ego says, oh, but I want to keep you comfortable. I want to keep you safe, Matt. I want to keep you comfortable. I know. Don't say that. You're going to hurt X, Y, and Z's feelings or they're not going to get it. And that voice tells you. I know. That voice. Step aside, ego. The voice of knowledge, the book Mr. that I'm reading Matt's right now. Mr. Matt's coming in. Mr. Matt. Uh, the voice of knowledge, the book that I'm reading right now. Is that by the same authors of The Fifth, the agreement, fifth agreement and, and Four Agreements? Agreement? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. The Fifth Agreement, the Fourth Agreement? Fifth Agreement, Four Agreements? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so in this book, Voice of Knowledge, he talks about the voice in your head. Oh. Right? And there was one point he was explaining it so well. And I started like 
acknowledging the fact that it is just a voice in my head. And I almost got to the point where I was like, I can't, I don't want to hear it anymore. Like freaked out almost. But he talks about how you got to overcome that because the voice in your head is just, it's just a voice in your head. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Like you create everything that's in there. I know. That's the fucked up part about it. Yeah. Is you create everything. all of your own negative thoughts. Yeah. That's it's wild. Nuts. I think that's one thing that uh, mushrooms like help me with too. Understanding that more. Yeah. And the shit that you make up in your head. Can I, can I tell a story about the little snafu that you and I had and then negative thoughts that weren't real? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there was a point in time where like, we're not perfect. We argue and we have our own issues at home and for sure. just like nobody anybody. shows it on social media because it's la-la land. Uh, we so are always respectful, though. We I are always give, respectful. I will give us that. We fight pretty good. Yeah. We do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we were having this issue and we had an argument. Just like any loving couple. <laughs> um, so we had this argument and then, I don't know, it was a couple of days or whatever that was just like really Awful. rough. Like it was rocky. It was just like. It just felt it was, ew. Yeah. It, ew. Was, it was bad. Um, and all of a sudden I was in the kitchen one day and I was like, what the fuck are we even arguing about? Yeah. Like, oh, I why, was so bad. Yeah. Like why is it, why is it rocky? Like what is rocky? Why are we mad at each other still? It's like day three, right? So then I went into the bedroom and I asked her, I was like, what What are we doing here? Like, why are we even mad at each other? And I think, because yeah. I, I asked her, I was like, what is Rocky right now? And, and you I were like, really say you were like I don't know. And then we started talking about the voice in our head and what yeah. kind of conversations we've been having about each other. But in our head. In our head that wasn't even, hadn't even happened yet. So giving us ourselves anxiety for even thinking about something that doesn't even exist. Yeah. That's crazy. And getting mad because of how the conversation was going in our mind. Yeah. And you created, <laughs> that's what's nuts. It's like, I feel like I could keep saying that over and over and over again, but I don't feel like a lot of people get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and okay. So that was a, like a big issue, right? Where it was like, we created a, a problem in each other's lives for absolutely no reason. Yeah. But I do it in the shower too. Remember I told you the other day, I was like, I'm trying not to think in the shower. And you're like, what do you do in the shower then? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I do is like, I'll go in there and I'll just start thinking about things. Uh, like a lot of like work stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And there'll be something that's going on at work or something, a conversation I have with somebody or whatever. And I'll start finishing that conversation or playing out the result of it. You know what I mean? Like if I say I sent out an email, this is what I used to do a lot is I sent out an email. I didn't get a reply. I'm thinking in my head all night until the next day, all of the possible outcomes of it. And maybe it wasn't a nice email. And maybe it's like, 
I'm starting to second guess it. Like, oh shit, should I have done that? Right? Yeah, I'm not. And good. then you you start freaking out and having these own conversations in your head, and you just create the stress, and then you're stressed out, and then it just keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah, and none of those things have ever happened in physical reality. No, yet. it's like almost always the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And you caused your body that stress and lowered your vibration over. Nothing. Yeah, because I'll feel it too. Like yeah. there'll be sometimes I'll literally get out of the shower and I'll be irritated. <laughs> yeah. And now you, huh? yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Learning to understand that has been huge. Automatic negative thoughts. I heard Andrew Huberman said that. Yeah. Ants. He calls them ants. ants. Automatic negative thoughts. You got to stop. You know, I heard, I don't know if this is true. I think it was some stupid thing I read on Facebook that not everybody has the internal dialogue in their head. Yeah, I was just going to say that earlier too. I would love to know who, who they are know. and what their life looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when I was, so when I was reading that part in the book, he was talking about how different life would be if you could silence that thing mm -hmm. or the voice, the thing, your voice. Uh, and I started thinking about it and I was like, if I didn't have constant, like my mind races all day, mm -hmm. right? Like as soon as like I'll, I'll get up and pee and my mind will just be going, going, going. I can't imagine what life would be like if it wasn't like that. Yeah, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives me a lot of anxiety. I'm constantly thinking about things. Yeah. And it's a lot. I think sometimes it might also be the judgment that we hold over ourselves for having all those thoughts. Cause I've found myself like I have, I'm, you know, still not the best at meditating, but I've gotten so much better and to see like my progress. And I think that the reason that I feel better doing it is because I've let go of the judgment of having all those thoughts. And so when I am laying there and then all of a sudden I kind of see or like realize that I'm kind of going off into like a thought I'm like, oh, and I just become, I just become aware of it. I'm like, okay, you know, it is what it is. Let's, you know, recenter myself instead of being like, yeah. oh my God, I, like, I just can't it. stop thinking about stuff. And then I'm, I'm, I'm saying that in my head more and it spirals. Yes. I'm just like, okay, like that was, that was a great thought. Okay. Breathing. Yeah. And then I focus on my breath and I'll even say in my head, like in, out. Yeah. In, out. And then I'll yeah, be like back on track for a little while. But yeah, I think the key also is like just pushing yourself past it just a little bit farther than you think mm -hmm. because then you can actually start quieting your voice or the voice in your head. But it needs yeah. some time, like your voice. Like if you think about all that we do in a day, all that we have to encounter in a day, it's like our, it's a computer with all the windows open. So we go to meditate. And it's like, we, have, them. we click, have to close click, them, click. right? And yeah. then, so that takes time. And then we can <clears throat> That's funny because I was, state. I was thinking about, uh, I'm trying to switch up my morning routine. Mm -hmm. right? I'm doing a lot more at night. Like I'm doing my breath work and I'm reading and I'll sit there and meditate, right? So I've been doing more at night. So I don't necessarily need to do those things in the morning. I mean, I could. But. I was 
having one of those talks with myself this morning. And uh, when I get up, I typically just sit on the couch. Like I'll wake up, I wake up an hour and a half earlier than I need to. Oh, wow. Right? And I do that so I can like sit and drink coffee and do whatever I want to do. And like the first half hour easy, I just sit there and I start thinking of things. And the things that I'm thinking about and then I'm moving around in my head are all the things from yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I used to think I was just like sitting there not doing anything and being like, just being lazy, fucking might as well just be in bed, right? But I actually sit there and I feel like when I'm thinking about the shit, I take it and I'm putting it in like cabinets, right? <laughs> like I'm sorting it out. Yeah. And that's what I do with my morning. So I think about all the stuff from yesterday and all the stuff that I feel like is going to happen today. Yeah. And it really helps. Yeah, that's probably a form of meditation itself. I mean, meditation doesn't have to be sitting crisscross on the floor. No, it doesn't. I mean, just doing dishes could be meditative. Any, I think, what did I read? Like, anything can be meditative as long as your, your brain doesn't have to um, consciously tell itself what to do. Like, you know, like, the procedure of doing the dishes, right? Yeah. So you can get into a zoned out state doing something repetitive, like rinsing and putting them in the dishwasher, rinsing and putting them in the dishwasher. Your brain doesn't have to say, okay, now scrub in a circular motion and then take it over there. It just knows. It just knows. It's like driving. Just, yeah. That's why sometimes you can be driving somewhere and, and then you all get of a sudden home and you're, you're like, like, I have no recollection. Yeah. You have no recollection of the whole like drive, the whole drive time. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're home. You were somewhere. You were in a zoned out state of mind. I, don't know, I worry about that sometimes. Like, I know it's a little bit frightening. Was I even in my lane the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Did I stop at the lights? Yeah. I don't know. But I got home. Or I got, that used to happen to me when I was yeah. in beauty school. I would just automatically, I would drive from Kent. <laughs> and I would end up in Federal Way in the parking lot. And I'm like, glad we made it. Yeah. Weird. Brain is weird. It is. But yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. Nope. I learned that meditation really. So I remember you used to say this too is it's hard to meditate because I can't stop thinking about things. But the one thing I've always done, which I don't know who I heard this from, but I heard from somebody, is when you think about things, when you're sitting there and you're meditating, however you're doing it, when you think about things, you say, like you just did, is like, I see it. I acknowledge that, but we're going to slide it out of the way and then we'll just wait until the next thing comes. And then you get to the point where that's so easy that you're doing exactly what you just said is you're on autopilot. So now instead of like visualing it, visualizing it and then moving it away, it's just you see it, it's gone. You see it, it's gone. And all of a sudden you have no more. Yeah. Right? That's what. Goals. I know. And that's why you practice meditation. Yes. And it's not just meditating. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. Consistency. Consistency with everything is the key. Yeah. Yeah, you can't expect to be good at something the first time you try it. And you'll never really be good at it. Like, I mean, you'll be good at it, but you'll never be like there. Monks monks seem like they're pretty good at it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So like, (laughs) I want to call everybody here average right now. Like, if you're not a monk, then... You're never going to be like there, it, you know, like it, 
it's never going to be perfect. Just do what you can. Do what you can. That's it. Yeah. And then, yeah. But just don't stay stagnant. If your goal is to sit there and quiet your mind for a minute, three minutes, five minutes, whatever, do that for a little while. But then don't stay there. Push yourself a little farther yeah. each time. I think that's important for people to know. So I think like everybody's on social media. Mm-hmm. We see it. We see perfection. Yeah. So much. I think it's irritating. It is irritating. Because there's like you've met people, I met people that are completely different in real life. In real life. And you're like Yeah. This is it's sometimes it's unreal. Like Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like night and day almost sometimes yeah. with a couple people. <clears throat> it, it was really is. it was almost like gut crunchy, like heart crunching, you know? Mm-hmm. When you actually you put this person that you see on social media on like a pedestal and then you get the pleasure of meeting them in real life or reconnecting after years and years and you're like, what? Yeah. Why you portray yourself like fake. this? Yeah. Yeah. That's one, one thing I feel like a lot of people, it's like especially young kids, that's what's so shitty about social media right now with kids. Like <clears throat> we let Kellen have YouTube. Uh, and he has Xbox, but he can't play with like people he doesn't know, right? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty limited. And we don't let him have social media. And I feel like the reason is it's because it's so influential. Like it is Their kids like that think that not... it's so perfect. Yeah, you know, and they're like I love my kids, but they're naive. Like they're children. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, so it's hard. But I feel like some adults are still that way. You know? Yeah. People are very, whether you want to believe it or not, you are so influenced by the people that you follow closely. Yeah. Almost to the point where you can probably tell that you, like, almost act like them in a certain way. Oh, You know? Or, you know, you're, you might even be in a place, like, I know I was in a place where I was, you know, spending money I probably shouldn't be spending because I was wanting to buy something that this person had or was promoting or whatever. And it's like, holy crap, the effect, the strong effect that it has where you're like, oh, but I just need that because then somebody's going to think I'm cool. You know, like it's just really can be, can be a scary place. That's one of the best things to let go of. Hmm? It's one of the best things to go let go of. We'll get back to the social media thing, but that wanting things or to be some way because somebody's going to think you're cool. Yeah. is such a good thing to let go of. It is. But that's what the whole like confidence thing. Like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks or says anymore. That's why like, I joked about it in the first podcast. I was like, things don't bother me anymore. Like they do, but you can brush them off. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's freeing. Yeah. That's like freedom right there, honestly, is to be able to, like, you know me. Like, there was a point in my life where I would not go to the grocery store in sweatpants and a sweatshirt, I know. correct? Yeah. You've come a long way. <laughs> I know. And I... Not that you slob it out or anything, but... No, yeah. but if I'm, like, I'm not going to change my outfit because no. I'm being... 
you know, lounging have... around the house, but I need to run to the store real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I never really look like a slob per se, but yeah, I would never allow myself to do it. It would always have to be some sort of jeans or leggings. Mm-hmm. No sweatpants for me, but yeah, it was not caring what anybody had to think. Yeah. Like I said, that's probably the best feeling that I've had on this journey is not caring. Yeah. You know? Like you could just be yourself. Imagine that. Right? Yeah. Your you can just self. be yourself. Yeah. And you can walk into a room and you don't have to change who you are. You don't have to be quiet. You don't have to be silent. You don't have to be the guy over in the corner. Yeah. You, know, you go to a party and do the same thing and meet people and have conversations. Yeah. And if you don't like my conversation, cool. Yeah. There's plenty of people. Like not that's what we all have to realize is not everybody is going we're not gonna be everybody's cup of tea. Ever. No. Like nobody on this planet is everybody's cup of tea. That's why we have so many different beliefs and different you know. Mm-hmm. There's opposing sides to everything. Yeah. 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 Everybody. That's what people I think need to realize more so. Like come together that way because everybody's life, they've experienced such different things, which is where our perception comes from. I was just going to say that, yeah. And so how can we all have the same views and be on the same page of everything Yeah. if I grew up completely different than you? I like to use the movie theater story. Mm -hmm. oh i love that so when you go into you have you and your immediate family right say it's your mom dad siblings whatever we'll just use them so you all go to the movies but each one of you goes into your own movie theater and there's nobody else in there and that movie theater is playing your life and you're watching the movie and it's exactly how you remember it there's you there's mom there's dad there's brothers or sister whatever but then you go into your mom's movie theater and even you look different. Yes. You know, you're like, you that's look not different. Me. You're acting different. And you're like, who the fuck is that guy? Because that's not me. You know? Yeah. But and that's how you, your mom that's, that's how, how your mom, mom perceives you. you. And then you go into your dad's and it's the same thing. And they they think of you a certain way. And I feel like a part of us knows that Mm -hmm. and you try to be that right like the the parent one's a good one because when you're growing up you don't want to get in trouble you're you know don't tell mom and dad any of the bad stuff right and then you're still doing those things right Mm -hmm. so they perceive you to be somebody that you're not but when you're with them you're trying to be that person yeah how they how they perceive you yeah and I think you told me this. Jim Carrey said something where depression is your when your soul is sick of being who your person is mm-hmm. because it's not you. Like your yeah. your meat suit, you know? Yeah. It's sick of being your that, avatar. right? Cause, yeah, because it's not that. So it's just like, yeah, so you're you're like, you have to remember you're always a secondary person in somebody's movie. Mm-hmm. Right, but their movie is their perception. Their yeah. movie is theirs. So they're they're going to think differently about this table that than I think because they may have had a bad experience with wood tables. 
And Absolutely. That's fucking that's fine. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing to remember when you're talking to people. Yes. Because it's just to understand it yeah. doesn't always have to be a fight. I've learned this. This is something I've big I've overcome, I think, in the last year and a half, especially since COVID. I was so opinionated and I just felt like everybody had to have my same opinion. And if they didn't have my same opinion to help them kind of feeling and it was like geez I felt like this like I was at war with so many people that I loved yeah and that's not the case and taking a step back and being like okay I understand maybe where you're coming from do I believe it is it my truth no but I can understand where you're coming from and that's all that it needs to be that's all that it needs to be I heard that on the radio today today yeah, it was something, they were saying something about how, like, I remember back in the day how I would hear grown-ups talking and they'd be like, I don't agree with Bob, but I still like Bob. Mm-hmm. And they were like, today it's like, I don't agree with you, and if I see you, I'm going to kill you, right? Yeah. Because I feel like that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a world topic that's, that's tough. Because that's, yeah. I don't know if it's world, definitely the states right now but yep i think if people just were able to just say okay like it's got like people don't like to use the terms disagree to disagree anymore because they don't know why they don't like the sound of it or something but it's exactly the same thing like you don't always have to pass judgment and you know believe what everybody has to believe but just understand that their perception of what's mm-hmm. going on, what they've lived through has gotten them to this point of believing that that's their belief system. Yeah. So just let it be. What's yeah. it going to do? What's it going to do to you in your everyday life to make a difference? Nothing. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is like, so people like you can tell people this stuff, right? And some people would be like, cool. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Right? Like, why do I need to know that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why do, why do I need to know that I'm somebody's secondary character, right? But it's actually, like, for me, that specific piece of knowledge has helped me change the person that I am. You know why? Road rage. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you've come a long way. Yeah, so I used to be bad, like, anyway. Um but it's like, okay, so you think about you're the secondary person in somebody's movie, right? Their perception is completely different than yours. So the person that is in front of me that is going 20 miles under the speed limit and I can't get around them is irritating the shit out of me. But what I need to remember is that person, that could be the person's first time back in a car after an accident. Mm-hmm. Or the person just legitimately doesn't know where they're going. Right, it's like I slow down when I'm. I'm sure I piss people off too. Yeah, right? absolutely. So it's it's helped me in knowing like, okay, that guy didn't cut me off on purpose. It's not because he doesn't like my fucking shirt. <laughs> it's because he just needed to get over. Yeah. That's it. And maybe he didn't see me, or there's so many. Maybe what is maybe he right? just doesn't give a shit. But why does that need to like ruin my day? Exactly. You know, you're giving that situation permission. Exactly. Take over your day. Yeah. So that's why it's good to know these things. Yeah. It's not just useless knowledge. It is not. Yeah. It is like the keys to life, honestly. Yeah, because the mind is a very powerful 
thing. Very powerful. I feel like we were just talking to Kellen about that for some reason. Yeah, I was telling a story about um, my client's son who basically like willed this raccoon to take care of a angry chick or angry rooster. And like he spoke that into the universe. So it happened. And so we were, I was telling, we were telling Kellen that story. And then when oh, he right. went to the, fair. the Derby. Yeah. So we went to the Slam Fest at the Puyallup Fair. And we've been talking about like law of attraction and speaking things into existence and yeah. stuff like that. So we were walking around and we were walking to the stadium and it was raining just a little bit. And Kellen was like, something like, good thing it's only raining this much, or I hope it doesn't rain more. And then like five seconds after he said it, it started raining more. Yeah. And I was and like, dude, like, did what? you have you not learned anything we talked about? So then we were sitting up in the stands and he had his feet on the stand in front or the bench in front of him. And he was like, nobody's going to come sit here. I can put my feet here. Next thing you know, people were walking over the stand, sitting right, right where that's at. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's twice. You just need to learn to be impeccable with your work. To right? be impeccable with your yeah. words. But we yes. made a joke about it. I was like, I'm telling mom, you know, you've learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you was like, I'm not going to say anything anymore. Yeah. But it's probably good. Like, I, I've told you this before. Like, I think it's incredible that our kids are growing up understanding the way the mind works and being taught these kinds of things at such a young age that it's going to become like especially for Kinsley it's going to become part of her subconscious subconscious programming so she's just going to naturally know how to regulate her energy regulate her moods regulate her emotions all the things she's just going to naturally just know how to do it because it wasn't blocked by these false belief systems like we had. Yeah. Which now we have to unlearn. Yeah. It's crazy. This, this, I could talk about this for days, but it's those things that you learn that mold you into who you are. Like, it's fucking weird to me. You can say that and it's so like surface level. I feel like it doesn't mm-hmm. really, it doesn't really hit the depth that I'm trying to explain it as. And maybe that's just me. But it's crazy to me how, like, at one point, I just thought I was who I was. Like, this is just me. This is me being the me that I want to be. This is free will, mm-hmm. right? But it's not. Not no. even a little bit. Because everything that happens up until you get to where you're at right now has molded you into the person that you are right now, today. Like, it could be so small that it just changes who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't have to be like, that's, that's one of the big things I'm, I'm learning right now is you don't have to be that person. Like I said it before that I've labeled myself a lot of my mistakes. Yeah. A lot. It held me back a lot. Right. Yeah. Even with just getting an apartment. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't, I'm a feeling I can't get an apartment. It gave you that fear. It put that fear in you. So you wouldn't apply for certain apartments because you just, it's not like you knew that you wouldn't get the apartment. You didn't even want to try because you had this fear based yeah. off of your past mistakes. Yeah. So you just like label yourself all the things, right? Okay. This is a perfect example. I'm going to talk about Mike for a second. Okay. 
so hmm, how should I handle this uh, my brother Mike I hope he doesn't mind he'll see this later uh, <laughs> Mike's in prison right now and he's had a rough life and I talk to him and I think he kind of confides in me just because I've been there uh, and today he like he's really starting to feel it and today he just kind of opened up and was like I'm sorry for everything I feel like everything I've done has ruined everything right he's talking about my parents and the shit that happened when we were younger with him and the parents and leaving and all the shit and he feels like it's just ruined like there's no way to come back from it that's just who i am what if i can't get a job what if i can't do this but i just kept trying to tell him like you like it's good that you're feeling that right now because that's remorse you feel bad like mm -hmm. that's your slap in the face and i told him that you need the slap in the face and i'm sorry but i used to say that a lot you need a slap in the face big time you know mm -hmm. um I was just trying to tell him, like, you, I get it. I get where you're coming from, but you don't, you don't have to worry about any of that. So what your life starts over when you get out and yeah. you have nothing. So what? Yeah. The only thing you can do is worry about today. Yeah. One step at a time. Yeah. And as corny as it sounds is like, you really think about that because I myself get really bad anxiety thinking about things in the past. Like, oh, why did I do this? This is why this is happening, blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't have did this. But I just remind myself when I think that was automatic negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. You just remind yourself, like, it doesn't matter what I think about it right now because it's already happened. I can't take it back. Yep. I was trying to tell him the same thing. Um, and it's, I think it's one of those things you'll just, you'll get to, right? You just have to go through it. But you don't have to be the person that you think you need to be. You right. know what I mean? Like you can He can walk out of that prison that day and say, Today is a new day and I'm not that person. And he can start just like that if yeah. he so chooses. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely a thing to learn, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's it's easier said than done. I mean, I still do it. Oh, for sure. You're going to have to choose it. He's going to have to choose that every single day. Yeah. So, but he has that opportunity. Yeah. I had this. So last year when I was doing work at the fair and those ice cream machines, mm -hmm. and remember I told you I saw my childhood bully? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I went back and did some more work at the Puyallup Fair again this year. And in my head, I think about it all the time. In my head, part of me, because I've always said, I don't care how old I am. I don't care where I'm at in life. If I see that person, it's like I want to like hurt them. You know what I mean? And I would tell myself, and I just thought about this last time I went to the fair. It was a couple of weeks ago. And I would think that, and I'm like, if I see him again, I'm like fucking him up or something, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I caught myself like having the conversation with you and just being like, <laughs> And you saying, what, why? Why would you do that? And me saying, it's just who I am. 
And as soon as I fucking said that in my head, I was like, that is the dumbest excuse as to why you're going to do something. That's just because who I am. No, no. it's not at yeah. all because you have the choice to do it. But it's, it's that, that programming that you just always, you always think you have to be something because that's what you've been. Yeah. Right. You just have to release it. What was that saying that you said it's, it's easy to be, move on or be who you want to be when your reputation's ruined or something like that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's I had a hard time with that because uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to move to Tennessee. I wanted to move to Tennessee. We almost moved to Tennessee. Um, and it was just to start over. Like, nobody knows who I am because a lot of – I've told you this. A lot of places that I go, it's just memories yeah. and people that I know and, oh, you're this person, so if I see somebody and act different, they're gonna be like, "That's not Matt. What the fuck is wrong with it?" Right? Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not the Matt that I know. Yeah. Right? And I used to worry about that. So again, same thing. You conform to what they are, even though it's yeah. a past version of yourself. Yeah. But you do that to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw a video not that long ago that was talking about like, she was like, "I changed so much from like." If you met me a week ago, I might be a completely different person. Yeah. Because we're evolving so much and we change so much. And, you know, we're constantly, you know, we're not st sticking with the same truth forever. Yeah. It's constantly changing. And you shouldn't be. Yeah. You shouldn't You're just be. You're always taking in more knowledge sitting, yeah. and learning and, yeah. So it was like, you know, people from a year, you know, my past, way in my past will have no clue who I was today. Not even. No. Yeah. Like, See, it's just crazy. I have those conversations in my head sometimes where it's like, so I've been a lot more vocal lately, right? In personal life and social media and obviously with the podcast, stuff like that. Sometimes I wonder, like, there's, I'm not even fucking close to the same person I was back like in like my prime mat days you know what i mean <laughs> like i know you oh, i feel like these are your prime mat days well but, you they, know they are but i mean like uh the uh the stereotypical mat yeah right like the the matty boy yeah <laughs> there's not a lot of people that i associate with uh, personally Mm -hmm. these days that know that person like you know that person yeah that's why i always think it's funny when like angie and like your mom i think that's the only two that i really know right now that call you maddie and when yeah. i hear maddie it <laughs> makes me think of that matt that you're talking about right now and i'm like Duh. yeah and it's probably the same thing that when farah noticed that i said matthew and i used matthew and she was like <gasps> it just stands <gasps> out yeah yeah she's like what that's how, but yeah, Maddie equals that version that you're talking about right now. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what I was saying. Oh, I was talking about, uh, yeah, I don't talk to like a whole lot of people now that know that person. So a lot of the people that know Maddie uh, or just Matt in high school, <laughs> period, like completely different person, you know? Yeah. So sometimes I wonder like, hmm, these people know a past version of me. And I feel like a lot of my life has changed, like, quick in, like, the last year. Yeah. So sometimes I wonder, like, what do these people think? 
<laughs> not that it matters, right? But I that still have those wonder. thoughts and I'm like, because yeah. I notice that too. And sometimes sometimes somebody just completely flips on what they're doing and I'll notice it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did this person just go through? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It can, it can stand out big. I know. I mean, going on this healing journey, that's what it is. I really think just kind of retransforming yourself or coming back to yourself. Um, it now you can kind of pinpoint when other people are doing it when they're on the same. Yeah. I just said that. Remember the other day I was looking at some on Instagram and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm like, I'm just noticing it now or if I'm like rubbing off on people. Yeah. But I feel like there's a handful of people that are kind of like transitioning into this like different realm of life right now. Yeah. I right? think it's, yeah. I think it's great though. I think more people need to do that. And you can do it any way that you feel like you need to do it. But yeah. there's a lot to explore about like life and the way that like just, this is going to sound corny. Imagine a life of freedom from yourself. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, not but corny. It's the truth. It is the truth. When you can be completely 100% yourself and not have any outer influence, that's when you're, you become so free. Yeah. You're literally in shackles based on what you think other people are going to think. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm came a long way and I really just don't care. <laughs> no. I don't care what people think. If they think I'm crazy, wackadoo, whatever, I know what it is. Yeah. And until they know, they can judge me all they want. Yeah, that's it. But that's on them, not me. You know, yeah. that negative judgment energy is on them. It's nothing to do with me. No, doesn't. Yeah. Because in the end, it's just you anyway. Yeah, what is that saying? Uh, somebody's opinion of you is none of your business. Yes. Yep. Yep, that's very true. Because why? It's just their movie. I don't fuck about your movie. I'm here to watch my movie. Exactly. Right? Yeah, mic drop. Yeah. I'm here to watch my movie. That's it. There's nothing else matters. Why, why mm -hmm. worry about somebody else's? It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You can just... Because at the... At, if you think about it, if you think about all the things that you consume make you who you are, you're going to start looking at some or listening to somebody else's opinion and think that that's you. Yeah. Right? It's just like anything. You listen to a certain type of music and you change into a certain type of person because of that music. Mm -hmm. You listen to everybody else's bullshit. Guess what? You're you going to become, become bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This thing keeps turning off. Yeah. Did you, did you say that in your last, in your first podcast? The... <clears throat> Uh, something about like, your friendships in five years or whatever it was. Yeah, I, mean, I should have looked it up to say it in this quote. I'm sure people understand what it is, but it's show me your five friends and I'll show you who, who you are in five years. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Just the people you surround yourself. Like people, I'm sure pe that's very basic, right? Yeah. I'm sure people know that. Yeah, but that's like, yeah, exactly what it, everything else is. Yeah. You are what you consume, whether that's food, music, TV. Mm hmm. That's one thing I've noticed a lot lately, like the music. We've had this conversation about me and music. 
even before this journey started, I would talk about the music that I listen to, like, changes me. Yeah. And that's why I listen to certain type of music in the gym. Sound is everything. Yeah. Frequency is everything. Everything. Now I don't even listen to that type of music. I cannot because immediately it changes my day and it changes my attitude and I can't do it. But I can, it's, that's what's crazy is like, if I wanted to be in that mind state, you could easily, I could put myself trigger yourself hundred percent. Yeah. Which is kind of a scary thought. Think about it. Yeah. But maybe that's the whole point is to be able to manipulate energy and be able right. to honestly be able to do that when you need to. Like say something happens and you need to be in survival mode. You need to be able to know how to switch on that energy to get you through whatever that's going to be. And then, but also know how to switch it back off. Yeah. That's true. Maybe that's what earth school is. is that's learning to what, manipulate your energy. That's what, you know, Jordan Peterson. You know, Jordan Peterson. One of your podcast guys. <laughs> Yeah, one of my podcast guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, um, oh, I'm going to paraphrase, but he said, a man needs to be, or anybody, needs to be violent. You need to be ruthless. You have to be. But you need to know how to control it and when to use it. Yeah. Right? There's another saying is, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Oh, that's a right? good one. Yeah. And that's that's one thing. It's like my stuff that I am dealing with. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has to do with attitude and anger and yeah. shit, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I'm learning is like it's not bad, right? Just don't use it all the time. Use yeah. it when you need to. Right? Yeah. It's almost like a superpower. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. And anger, anger isn't a bad emotion or a negative emotion. It's not. It's you just have to, to feel those. Hand. But it's the intention behind it. So if you do something out of anger, if you punch mm-hmm. a wall because of that, or if you hurt somebody because of that anger, or you cuss somebody out <laughs> because of that anger, that's the negative yeah. energy that you don't want. Right. Yeah, that's important to know that it's not, it's not all bad. Like negative traits aren't all bad. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important for people to understand because I know that it was big when I figured that out because I went through this part of my spiritual awakening where it was just like, oh, I can't have any, I can't feel sad. I can't, like, I can't have these bad emotions in me. Yeah, you have to be happy what? all the time. Huh? No, that's... that's why I just posted, shared that thing where it was like good vibes only. Nah, like all right. the, like all the vibes, right? Yeah. Like figure out what you're going through and fix it. You know, that's and one when... thing I've been trying to <clears throat> talk to myself about too. Like it's, it's okay. Cause I, I got in a mode of doing that too. But like, no, I would get down on myself. Why, why am I in a bad mood? the fuck man yeah so yeah when you get that way you're gonna be like okay why am i in a bad mood yeah not why am i in a bad mood god i can't be in a bad mood yeah no you're in a bad mood acknowledge it 
what is it? Where is it coming from? What triggered that bad yeah. mood? And then figure out that's your root right there. Yeah. Like, okay, let's fix that. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that when, so not, I guess not bad mood, but when something's bothering me and I'm like have anxiety throughout the day, mm -hmm. I'll actually ask myself like, what, what is going on? Like what has happened in the last couple of days? What am I thinking about? What am I not doing? And a lot of it comes from procrastinating, yeah. right? So like there's certain things that I'll put off that aren't big, but I'll think about them in the back of my head. And every now and then they'll pop up in my day and I'll, I'll just say, oh, just, I'll do that later, whatever. Um, and I'll, I'll notice like that's the thing that's irritating me. I'll take care of it. Fucking yeah, anxiety for a week is gone. gone. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You really just have to like, you have to like Talk to center. Yourself yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think the more, more I go on this journey, the more I do have those self-talks, I learn to talk to myself. Like, yeah, you just got to have the positive self-talks. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. But going back to your anxiety over that, it was funny. It's funny that I was, when I was just um, going through history and teaching Kellen about Benjamin Franklin and stuff. And he was saying like his, one of his famous quotes is, um, don't wait for tomorrow. What can be done today? Yeah. Yeah. Procrastination is a joy killer. Yeah. I think there's a quote like that one too. I Probably. don't know. But man. Yeah. Or even like, it doesn't even have to be a, like a task. I've noticed when I'm like dreading a conversation with somebody or anything, or if I, you know, want to have a conversation with somebody and I'm like second guessing it, like that type of stuff too. You have to like, you have to just do it. You gotta just, just do just it. Just do it. <laughs> uh, you have to just pull the trigger. And Nike knew what they were doing. I know. Yeah. They see, know what they're doing. Do just, just do it. Just do it. Um, and I, I, I notice I do things like that too. I'll, I'll realize like I'm, I'm doing those things. Like I'm procrastinating. I'm like, just fucking do it. And because at, at some point I say this all the time, at some point you just need to do it. That's yeah. all that's, that's all that's stopping you. That's all that's holding you back is you're just not doing it. Yes. There's, there's nothing, there's no imaginary barricade. That's like this force field that's holding you back from it. It's We're just the you. only ones yeah. holding us back. It's just you that's potential. like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. No, yes. fucking do it today and get it over with. And then it's done. Yes. I think I'm, you know, almost thankful that I don't really push the supplements that I sell anymore because that was the most frustrating part of like trying to help people on their weight loss journey mm -hmm. is just them not understanding that they're the ones that are getting in their own way. Yeah. It's just a hard thing. Like I, you know, give it to all the trainers out there that can really do it because, man, it can get frustrating. Yeah, everything's when, there. Yeah, everything you need to know with the fitness thing. Everything is there. Somebody's going to give all of it to you. I was going to say. I mean, in today's world, nobody should be struggling with a weight problem because the information is out there for everybody, right? So yeah. 
for free. Like so many different diets nowadays, so many different exercise routines, like you name it to cater to anybody's body. Yeah. It's just the person that's not willing to put in the time. That's it. To do it, to just do it. Because you have two things involved in that. There's a lot sleep like there's a lot of stuff that goes into it two main things diet exercise right mm-hmm. who's who's stopping you from doing that yeah like, and who's stopping things. you from eating that fucking marshmallow what right training your mind that too to believe in yourself yeah so many people this their self-sabotaging is because of their mind mm-hmm. oh another quote we're up in all kinds of quotes today <laughs> uh that I forget who said this, but he said, just because you're hungry doesn't mean you have to eat, yeah. right? And he backed that up by saying, watch, just because you're horny does not mean you need to have sex with somebody that's not your wife, right? You can control that. Why can't you control what you put on the fork? Yes. It's just a mind thing. It's the same, same thing. Just think of it that way. Just because you're hungry does not mean you have to eat. Yeah. But everybody thinks, oh, my stomach just growled. No, Maybe. that's just digestion. <laughs> digestion. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you just don't, I don't know. It's just, yeah. The whole fitness thing is just a self-control thing. But, yeah, it's mine. That's yeah. it. You have to be aware. Awareness. 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 Oh, yeah. yes. Ram Dass. Awareness. Yeah. Loving awareness. I put that on my stories a lot. I am loving awareness. Because it's such a good mantra. And like a lot of people on my social media have probably heard that a lot. But it never starts at the beginning of the the song. Mm -hmm. And it says we need to stop thinking. We need to stop thinking with our thinking minds. Right? Mm -hmm. And he says the reason, the way that I do it is by using a mantra. And that's his mantra is I am loving awareness. Right? Yeah. I use it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you just I like use... repeat it in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Because you do get just going back to the whole negative thoughts thing. You just get to that point where you just it's this uh, this cycle, almost like this rabbit hole, where you go down it and you just like go yeah. and go and go and go, and all of a sudden you're crying because your fucking mom died in your head. And you're like, how did we get here? I started thinking about a fucking time we were going to the beach or some shit and it just fucking spiraled you know yeah yes that's how powerful it is yeah that's how important it is to really start putting in the work changing your mind yeah it is how to change your mind how to change your mind go with how to unchain your mind yeah how to unchain your mind yeah so we're going on over an hour. Yeah. I think it's been a pretty good podcast. It's been good. Yeah. Good I little chit chat. I think the biggest part of this podcast, like the biggest takeaway, would probably be the fact that you have control over every, everything. literally everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Right? I have control. If I don't like the way that I talk, Personally, like if I didn't like my voice, 
I 100% have control to change it. Yeah. Right? And I'm not talking about like fucking surgery. I don't mean changing yourself like that. I just mean like as a person, as a self, as self, Mm -hmm. right? You have the power to change and think whatever you want. Whatever. It's the same concept of learning a learning a language all you're doing is repeating it in your mind Mm -hmm. until it becomes a subconscious program until you can literally speak that language subconsciously just like we can just open our mouth and speak english yeah you learn to open your mouth and speak another language just by practicing and doing yeah and you're that you can literally take any other aspect of your life and change it just yeah. like repeating it and being consistent and repeating that until it becomes your belief system. Yeah. Yeah. You have to believe it. Yeah. Because you're just one thing. You're not the voice in your head. Yeah. Right. Oh, there was another one. You're not one. the body or the soul. Yeah, there was another one. Is uh, So if you're the voice in your head, then who's the one listening? <laughs> right? Exactly. The soul is the one listening. Yep. Yeah, that's a big word. That is. It's crazy. So that's it. a, yeah. yeah. Some people think that's hokey. I used to think shit was like that was hokey. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's so true. It is true. Yeah. Anyway. I feel yeah. like I could go on for days. I know. I think the biggest takeaway about psychedelics, I want to say, and I've only experienced psilocybin, but I think it helps you. I mean, I know it helps you have that knowing and understanding of that that's huge yeah we could talk about that right now too that's a big part of it and i don't want to miss that uh is that's like the the biggest feeling that i had i'll never forget it it was this last time just a month or two ago where i was it was me that girl and octopus remember oh yeah and I feel like this lady was like some higher sort of version of myself or like guardian age or something like that. And we were having a conversation, but there was no words being exchanged. And she was telling me everything. She was explaining all of it. And I just felt like this sense of relaxation. And I just started laughing. I was like, I get it. I understand all of it. And that is the most amazing feeling I've ever had in my life. Right. And even let's just say, even if psychedelics don't get you to a higher awareness, if it doesn't have the ability to get you to another plane of life or anything like that, if it's just for the fact that it gives you that feeling that awareness, mm-hmm. I think that more people could use that. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's unreal the, the feeling of oneness and really understanding that we're all the same. We're just different versions of ourselves. Just different bodies. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Because everything is everything. Everything is everything. I feel like I can keep going because then you start talking about the language and the tree, right? And how we only call it a tree because we all agree that it's a tree. Right. Right? 
Yes. Because we all agreed on language. But that tree just is. Like yeah. if we took away all the descriptive words and the name of it, what is it? It just is. It just, it just is. is. Right? So religion, uh, personalities, whatever. If we took away all of the descriptive words and names of everything, what are we? We just, just are. are. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, on that, we're not doctors. Don't do what we say. Yeah. I'm not a therapist either. Don't listen to me. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. It's late. Thank you. Thank you. That, that was, was great. really awesome. It was. I appreciate you wanting me to be on here. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. Proud of you for being able to find an outlet to speak your voice. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's important. I think it's good for other people too. Yep. I think more people need to talk about shit like this. I think so. Yeah, it's changed my life. It'll really help your throat chakras. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode two of I Am Unchained. Uh, I'm sure this won't be the last time that you're on the podcast. Um, we'll, cool. we'll, yeah, we'll see what the next episodes bring. Awesome. Go from there. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. <laughs>